Welcome to All Turns and No Breaks. This isn't an ordinary show. This is NASCAR Talk for fans by fans. Hey, NASCAR fans, welcome back to another episode of All Turns No Breaks with the Fabulous Three that includes myself, Miss Tam, and our good buddy, Mr. Front Row Kenny. How are you guys doing? What it do, Renee? What it do, Kenny? What it do, booze that are listening? I have a feeling we are going to be off script on this episode of All Turns No <laughs> Breaks because we delayed recording this podcast and did not record immediately after the race, maybe because we had a hunch that there was going to be some breaking news. Now, we suspected, <laughs> yeah. we suspected, and I'm going to say that again, we suspected something was in the mix. But boy, when the silliness drops, it puts a smile on your face. It's so silly. So we are about to discuss everything. Like I even forgot what, where did we just come from? Bristol? Bristol. Is it even important at this point? I'm not, I'm not sure. But you know what? Without further ado, let's just jump right into it. What do you guys, well, should I ask you how your weekend is? Or do anybody care? I mean, well, I guess you want to talk about the Cowboys. Go ahead. Go ahead. We can give all praise to the Cowboys if we want to. <laughs> yes, sir. How about them? Yes, sir. Yeah. I, we can jump in right into some NASCAR. I mean, there's so much to talk about. Okay. Well, as you guys know, I'm going to give you the rundown. Who won the U.S. Open? Tiger Woods didn't win. I don't think anybody really cares because I want to know what their ratings are without Tiger. And the U.S. Open tennis match thingamajig. Well, that was last week, so I guess that doesn't matter. Okay, and football. New England played Seattle, as you guys all know. That was like the big matchup on Sunday night. And Cam came up short at the end, but he played well, and I guess that's all that matters to most people. The Lakers won. AD came in or came through in the clutch. And yeah, and then it was a whole bunch of football games. But you know what? You guys know I know my sports, but I think none of it matters at this point because I'm just going to jump right into it. And then we'll jump back into some Bristol talk. But your boy, Michael Jordan, Jumpman, Jumpman, number 23. Some say the greatest of all times on the NBA basketball court. He has jumped into NASCAR. And as we all know, Jumpman has sponsored the Denny Hamlin, the number 11, or the driver of the number 11, for a minute. I think him and Jordan have been friends for like 11 years or something, he said. But now Jordan is tossing his Jordans into, well, no, that's not how I want to say it. So let me say this. Jordan is tossing his Jordans on the racetrack. And he is going to co-own a team with Denny Hamlin and the logical pick for their driver behind the wheel of the new, well, is it going to, what's the team name, Kenny? Anybody know the team name? I don't think there's an official name out yet, honestly. Not yet. Oh, you think the number will be the 23 or is the 23 taken? No, actually 23 is open. Someone's got to take it, so. My guess is they will take it because BK Racing, who is no longer around, 
They ain't got that 23 no more. Ooh. So my best bet is that 23 is definitely coming back. And I can't wait for that Jordan gear to drop. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That Jordan Bubba collab about to go crazy. I said all of that and didn't say what you guys probably already know by now. But Bubba Wallace is going to be behind the wheel of the Jordan and Hamlin car named to be determined car number to be determined but it will probably be the number 23 and oh can you guys just sit back and think about the jump man logo on the track mm. Woo, fire bring it back again <laughs> i'm all hey look i'm all here for it i remember when denny was in a truck and it was like all it was like the jordan if my my sneakerheads out there know what i'm talking about it had the cement color on it and then it had the carolina blue you cannot ever forget the carolina blue kicks i definitely got a pair so <laughs> it's gonna be wow. great whenever all this stuff comes out i literally and that's the craziest thing i literally just bought a pair of carolina blue air jordan threes probably right before the pandemic hit so i'm just waiting on a new jacket to come out because i'm definitely gonna get one i don't care if nobody say i'm getting one Boy, Kenny styling and profiling with that old hey, trying stuff. to. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to cop some of that gear when it comes out. I don't, you know what? Believe it or not, I don't have much NASCAR gear. I have a lot of hats, and I tend to only wear three NASCAR hats. I wear my Jimmy Johnson number 48 hat. I wear my bub. I wear my Dale Jr. number 88 camouflage hat, because I actually think that hat is pretty dope. It's a camouflage hat with the 88 in orange. And I actually wear my NASCAR hat. I have a like a denim blue NASCAR hat with the new logo. So this came out, I guess, two years ago when the rebrand happened. And those hats are pretty dope. They so, They sold out fast, so there aren't very many of them circulating. But yeah, so... I, you know what I don't have, which is one of my biggest regrets. I don't have any Tony Stewart gear. I know that was really random. Well, I'm surprised. But I don't, which is interesting. I just got one of his die casts, actually. That's kind of crazy. I have a 14 in my case now. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. But yeah, so that's that. Okay. And what other news happened? Oh, the number 42. It was announced that Ross Chastain will be in the 42. So we can put any other rumors in silly season to rest about who is going to be in the 42 (laughs) because Chip Ganassi has announced who will drive the number 42 and it will be Ross. Unfortunately, a long time coming for him. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't, I don't like to see change when the old timers are being put out to rest. And obviously we know that Matt Kenseth in the 42 was a temporary situation, but I'm going to shed a tear when the <laughs> quiet assassin is officially gone because yeah. I'm going to recap. In the last two or three years, we have lost Jeff Gordon, Uncle Cousin Carl Edwards, rest in peace. And I mean that not figuratively, but you guys, you guys know what I'm saying. We lost Dale Jr. We're losing Jimmy Johnson. We lost Tony Stewart. We lost Greg Biffle. And who else am I missing? Um, Jamie McMurray. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Casey Kane. I was about to Casey say Casey Kane. Kane soon as she the said. Man. Number five. 
Man. I, but it, it, but the thing is, we don't miss Casey King, so that's why I didn't remember him. Well, at least <laughs> I don't miss him. But yeah, so yeah. we lost Casey. Hey, and we lost Danica Patrick. Let's not forget that. <laughs> okay, you guys know Where? I never use the word um. It's not in my vocabulary, so that's a joke. Either you get it or you don't, but um. Right. Okay. We said we would never say this again on the show, but Renee, just for old time's sake, how does it go? I'm sure you've heard us say this before. It's not that we're Danica haters. We're just not Danica fans. Um. Yeah. <laughs> well, Aaron Rodgers wasn't one either, so I mean, hey. <laughs> yeah. That, that didn't but last I'll tell so you long. one thing. He backed the ball in. <laughs> Hey, maybe that was the issue. I, I don't know. Maybe that was his issue was Danica, but hey, he didn't he's doing okay. They I'm pretty sure they I, I think they obliterated the Lions, I think, on on yeah, Sunday, if I'm not mistaken, because I'm pretty sure I bet against them. So yeah. Yeah. Well, it was the running back that obliterated the Lions by himself. Right. <laughs> well, this Sam may be before Kenny's time, but I will say it. I think this is from In Living Color, if I'm not mistaken. But they used to say, I'm not one to gossip, but, and when I say that, <laughs> and I'm talking about Danica and what's his face? First of all, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Why did I just say what's Aaron his face? Rogers. But yeah, I'm talking about Aaron and Danica. I'm not one to gossip. I leave that to TMZ, my guilty pleasure. But the reality is, is that Aaron is not liked either. He has drama with his family. So that's why I always thought Aaron and Danica was a match made in heaven. For some reason. Yeah. You're, it's crazy. But hey, I guess it ain't work out. Nope, it didn't. I am not going to give you guys the top 10 from Bristol because at this point, I don't think it matters. But what Kenny will do, not I, I'm going to leave that to Kenny this week. Kenny will give you the 12 drivers that have made it through to the next round of the playoffs. Kenny, whenever you're ready, let the good people know the 12 drivers that have made it through to the playoffs. I just want to say real quick that Bristol was actually a pretty good, a pretty good show. I got to say that right out the gate. We got a good cutoff race, honestly, with Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick going at it at the end. I don't know what's going to please folks. Because some people just aren't happy. Some people thought it wasn't a great race. An example, a Jim Utter who is not like Richmond nor Bristol for some reason and can't find a way to like it at all. So I don't know what's going to please people, but that was a fun race. But I thought obviously, it got you guys great. already know. Not to cut you off, Kenny, but I thought the race got great. I can't really say it, did. it was a great race from start to finish. But towards the end, when it became the Kyle Busch and the Kevin Harvick show, it was exciting. It was much That's CTV. how it's supposed to be. That's Bristol. That's how Bristol's supposed to be. Yeah, I legitimately enjoyed it because if I'm not mistaken, the race was Saturday and I was channel surfing. But once I saw it going down between KFB as in KF and Bush, <laughs> and that's the name he gave himself, not I, and Kevin Harvick, I was like, oh, I'm about to permanently be watching this race. And that's, that's what I did. It, I thought that the race ended up being great. But yeah. I, you know what? Here's the thing. I didn't take a nap. That's all that matters. Oh, and after your first time listener, I like the nap. Just so happened during NASCAR races. So the joke, if you missed it, is apparently the race was good because I didn't take a nap. 
So who are our 12 drivers that are going on in the playoffs? That's funny you say that, but obviously Kevin Harvick won on Saturday on Saturday night, so he's already coming through. Denny Hamlin, Brad Keselowski, Joey Logano, Chase Elliott, Martin Truex Jr., Alex Bowman. And this one right here is going to be Tam's favorite one out of them all. Austin, Austin Dillon <laughs> <laughs> made his way into the right to the next round by some chance, right? <laughs> Eric Almarola, Kyle Bush, Clint Boyer, and Kurt Bush are all gonna advance to the round of twelve. And to leave out, unfortunately, it's gonna be Cole Custer, William Byron, who had a little bit of an incident, got himself out very early. Ryan Blaney and Matt DiBenedetto have all been knocked out of the playoffs, so between 16th and whatever else, that is where they can finish. So our 16th through 4th through 16th is where they can finish throughout the season. So that's all they got left. But yep. It was interesting because I didn't see Ryan Blaney missing the playoffs. Obviously, we know coming into- I was into, just about to say yeah. that, Tam. I'm, I'm surprised at that. Darlington did it to him. That's what did it. We know coming into Bristol that he was in a must-win situation, but it just- kind of became surreal. Now, William Byron, Willie, Willie B, as they call him, he still had a fighting chance until one of those drivers in one of those cars, like the 95 or 91 or whatever car, I don't even know who it was. He didn't even know who it was. That's just no disrespect when it's not even a recognizable driver and you do a press conference and you can't even tell who who caused you to not not advance. But because I think was it the 95 or the 51 or somebody? I think it was the 51. They got into each other. Yeah, I felt bad for the young guy, but it is what it is. Now, Clint Boyer, people keep counting Clint out, but Clint keeps showing up. Now, maybe because in there. there's no concrete decision on whether or not he's coming back to the 14. And speaking of the 14, I'm thinking Clint is going to come back for one more year. But if he doesn't, that means the 14 is available. And then we still have the 48 that's available. We're not going to get into the rumor mill because I'm not one to gossip. <laughs> and... You know, it is what it is. It should be interesting what what is going to happen with the 48. Because at this point, the dominoes are starting to fall. And we know who's in the 42. And we know Bubba is not going to the 42 or the 48. And he's not going to the 14 if that becomes available. But we still have Eric Jones floating. We have Corey LaJoy Matty D, right? He's not going back to his team, if I'm correct. He's got the extension out on the table. I believe it is due by the end of September. If it does not get signed by September, uh, by the end of this month, that's going to be all she wrote. But I have a pretty sharp feeling that's going to be Austin Cindric from the Xfinity Series on the Penske side. I feel like that's his ride. His dad is Tim Cindric. And if you guys don't know, Tim Cindric is a pretty high up in Penske. So y'all can put two and two together. And matter of fact, if y'all heard it here first, guess what? I said it. Okay. That's my prediction. And I'm sticking to it. So there you go. Kenny just put y'all up onto something you may not know. But now you have three capable drivers that are out of rides. Well, maybe a capable is a strong word to describe all three of them. And I'm not going to say which ones it doesn't apply to, but you'll figure it out or you'll pass your own judgment. <laughs> 
But if yeah. you know, you know. Yeah, so you have <laughs> Eric Jones, Maddie D potentially, and Corey Joy. And then, you know, we're not going to talk about it, but I'm just going to put it out there. There are rumblings that Larson may be back. Where he goes, how it all unfolds, who knows? But there's a lot going on in NASCAR silly season. And then, of course, there's still that rumbling about whether or not the 48 switches and Alex Bowman goes to the 48 and then somebody comes in the 88. I just think it's too much because Dale Jr. wanted Alex Bowman in the 88, but uh, Dale's no longer around and at this point doesn't have much of a say-so. So that should be interesting to see how that unfolds. Is that it with NASCAR Silly Season? Yeah, I think we hit just about every point. It's it's still kind of crazy once you really think about it. Obviously, we had the news drop before we recorded this with Bubba, but the 42 finally being announced and that whole deal happening. I guess the only domino left, obviously, is the 48 and the rest of, you know, whomever else may be free next year. So that'll be pretty interesting. I mean, matter of fact, I don't. I think we didn't mention this part or talked about it as much is that Jermaine Racing, where Ty Dillon is at, that same charter is what Denny Hamlin and Michael Jordan are buying because they're closing at the end of the year because Geico didn't re-up with them. So that leaves Ty Dillon open. And my best guess is him going to the 43 because of the Richard Childress connection. That's my guess. Again, y'all can come back oh, to this podcast yeah. and say I said it first, but it makes sense. On it, it just makes sense if that does happen. So don't don't be surprised if it does happen. Like so that. wait, you think I'm not saying Dylan I know, but I'm just saying 43. I think it's a big chance only because of the Richard Childress connection because their engines are RCR and they RPM basically works out of their shop. So yeah. it, it will make sense. It, it will make sense, honestly. Here's the thing. You guys know I have a love for Austin Dillon. But I also actually like Ty and I think Ty can drive. I just think that he doesn't get a chance to shine because he's not in the best equipment. That's all I'm going to say, because I'm sure somebody's listening. <laughs> it's probably whoever gave us that one star rating, the hater. First of all, <laughs> I'm just going to say something about that. It just popped in my mind. You don't have to listen and don't waste your energy with a one star rating. Just don't listen. <laughs> five. If you're going to rate the show, it should only be five stars. If we say something you don't like, you can check us out on the Twitter, on the Instagram at Turns No Breaks. DMs are always open. We're always up for discussion. Don't like something, want to debate us, feel free to reach out to us. But all that one star nonsense makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. You know? Hey, y'all can <laughs> add me too. I'll actually add back. <laughs> yeah, right. At me. I'm up for debates, honestly. Nothing crazy, yeah. but like, look, I'll talk back to you if you got an opinion. I don't have a problem with that. We can talk yeah, like civil okay. people. It's possible. Well, don't add me on my personal account because I only have positive vibes to share. So don't at me with none of your hate. <laughs> don't at me. I love it. Yep. No, I'm being honest. I mean, if you follow me on Twitter. I know you are. I keep it positive. I drop a positive bite-sized motivational note every single day i actually have a podcast that's dedicated to nothing but bite-sized motivation in fact they call me the queen of bite-sized motivation right so if you need a little motivation need a little positivity in your life at me but if you are on some hate don't at me 
And that was hashtag Tam's rant because I don't even know where this conversation has gone. So on that note, (laughs) what else do we need to talk about in NASCAR Nation? I think we covered the most important things because, I mean, we I don't know how in the world this happened this time, but. Silly season has already been crazy, but we had a perfectly timed episode today, or as we're recording this today. Pretty crazy because, I mean, we got everything in one go, and here we are. I don't know what else we could really say besides we got, what, seven more weeks left. We're going to Vegas next, and it's not too much else we can really say at this point. Yeah. One thing about silly season, do you guys think Ryan Newman is coming back? or? Oh, That's a good that's a good thought, honestly. I don't really yeah. think about that car that often, but I'm not really sure because you know what? After having an accident like how he had in Daytona, unfortunately, I can't imagine mentally if he is in the same headspace that he was after getting back in that car. I, I really just can't imagine it. I can see him finishing out this year if that is the case and going off quiet because I don't expect him to go Richard Petty or Dale Jr. when it comes to having like a retirement uh, send off or Jimmy Johnson. It won't, I don't think it'll be like that for him. If Newman is to retire at some point and it is the, at the end of this year, he'll just do it until y'all at Homestead or right after Homestead and then it's a done deal. But then that just leaves the question who else could go into the sixth car? That would be interesting. <sighs> Look, it's a lot of moving parts every year. And it's so funny. I think every year we think that it's worse this year or the current year than it was before. This year, though, I'm not going to hold you. I feel like, if nothing else, the Bubba story rocked silly season because nobody expected a whole new team to form and Michael Jordan to come in. So each year, silly season is what it is. But I think this year was kind of like, okay, this was some real, real silliness that went down. Would you guys agree, Renee? I would agree with that uh, wholeheartedly. Okay. Yeah, I gotta say the same yeah. thing. It's it's just almost like that year when Carl Edwards and all that dropped. Like that year was crazy in its own, just because of that one thing happening, and then everything else is like a domino behind it. I feel like it's kind of the same, but not exactly. But this one is just it's insane. I talked about this earlier before I got on here on on the Grid podcast with Kobe Lambeth and my friend Joe, and I had said this, and I mentioned our podcast. I remember at the beginning of 2020 saying this season might have been a throwaway and it would have just been, we're just ready for the brand new car and that's going to be it. Yet we end up with one of the craziest damn seasons possible from on the track to off the track. It's It's been insane. 2020 has been a wild one. I couldn't, couldn't have imagined. I don't think anybody could have called this year, but it, it has been wild. Here's the thing. It's been wild from fans in the stands to fans not in the stands. When you think about how there were 30,000 people at Bristol and then there'll be nobody at Las Vegas Motor Speedway the following week. It doesn't get wilder than that when you think about it. And like I said- That is another crazy part. Yeah, that's crazy. And like I said earlier, we've had silly seasons. Obviously, that's why it's called silly season because it happens every year and it's just silly. But to me- This one kind of tops it because you have Michael Jordan coming in the ring and a whole new team forming. And given all the drama with Bubba, could you even imagine like Bubba was involved in an FBI investigation. Now he's down with Michael Jordan. Like (laughs) that's wild. 
it's just been a crazy season. But needless to say, we're going to Las Vegas. And well, we're not going to Las Vegas. I thought I was going to Las Vegas, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. (laughs) Or maybe I will. Who knows? I guess I won't, but maybe I will. You have to stay tuned to see if I will be in Las Vegas for the race. Because I do want to go to the Grand Canyon. Okay, you know what? First of all, I'm just super extra comfortable on this episode. Like, if you guys see me, (laughs) I'm sitting back in the chair with my feet up. I don't even have my microphone in the proper... (laughs) Like, it's. I have my microphone leaning against my chest. This is, like, really crazy. you chilling. Yeah, I'm super chilling. You chilling, chilling. But think about it, though. We got, like, a crazy news story. uh, Real talk. Who would have thought we really would have gotten a Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin collaboration? Like, that right there is something I could have never imagined. I I remember looking at my phone, like, way before, like, this episode came on, and my phone just kept lighting up. And when I looked down, I saw it said Denny Hamlin and Michael Jordan. I'm like, yo, that is the craziest thing. But guess what? It don't get no more 2020 more than that but it's pretty yeah. damn cool at the same time and I, I know and you know I, I i thought i had heard that somewhere before and i'm trying to remember what the so- where the source was or what the source was from and i want to say uh, uh gosh I, I must it must have been somewhere around the time when the the whole uh chicago bulls last uh what, what was it called the last drive or the or, last drive uh, <laughs> The last uh, dance. <laughs> the last dance, whatever. Okay, so I want to say I thought I heard it around when when that whole documentary uh, dropped, but I can't remember where I heard it, but I remember hearing that that, that Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin had this weird relationship, like they, they had this weird friendship, uh, you know, that, that started some years ago, and uh, they were in cahoots talking about something about NASCAR, but stay tuned, something like that, and I would have never guessed it was they were going to get together and try to, you know, and, and get a team together. I, that was the furthest thing from my mind. Yeah. They've been tight for Man. a long time. That's the other yeah. thing. Like, they've been cool for a while. Plus, Jordan, if you go back and look at some of the older pictures, there's a picture with him and Richard Petty. I don't know what track they were at. But Jordan has had, like, an interest in racing for, like, a really long time. Like, it isn't, yeah. like, a brand new thing. But I couldn't have imagined just seeing the Jordan logo on Denny's car for the last few years or last decade, I could say, was crazy because you didn't really imagine a Nike or a Jordan collab in NASCAR, but it's happened. Well, I can't say Nike because yeah. that did happen in the 90s, but the Jordan specifically, that one, it's so crazy. But I think it's really going to spark a whole different world of like fans coming in because obviously the brand Jordan is iconic as it is and people know it. No matter what they do, they know Michael Jordan. You you barely could touch a basketball and you know who the hell Michael Jordan is. So it's like, yeah, it's it's a pretty big deal. I think it's pretty cool. Well, I will say this and we'll go on to some predictions for Las Vegas. It's great to see the Jordan brand dip a foot into NASCAR because before it's just been a toe. You really have to know NASCAR to even have known that Jumpman was a sponsor of a NASCAR driver. Because it was very subtle. You didn't really see much. In fact, there's a photo on our Instagram account. And if you look closely, you see Denny Hamlin. His hat has the Jumpman logo on it. But for the most part, 
outsiders may not even have known that Jumpman was a part of sponsoring a driver. So it should be really interesting to see how the brand goes full on now that they're sponsoring a driver. And last but not least, I may get, if they come out with a pair of racing shoes, I may get them. Back in the day, I used to I used to wear wrestling shoes to to school, like you know, like they were shoes. I had dope wrestling shoes though. That that's probably before Kenny's time. And <laughs> Renee grew up in Texas, so he probably has no idea. But wearing wrestling shoes used to be a thing because they were just like high tops. You laced them up. But yeah, so I'm definitely getting some Jumpman gear. So we shall see. Oh, most definitely, I'm getting some. I don't care. I I will. Okay, it is time for some predictions. It's time for race predictions. Now, Renee always goes first, but because Vegas is near and dear to his heart and he has not been able to visit one of his famous (laughs) favorite places to party and to rave. Renee, what say you about Las Vegas? All right, here we go, Las Vegas. Oh, how I miss you, my love. But hopefully we'll get down there soon, Tam, you and I, maybe just me, maybe even me by myself. Maybe one of these days, who knows, Kenny might join us. But nevertheless, I'm not going to be able to be there, Las Vegas. But here are my picks. Here are my predictions. Let me tell you, I am going to go with none other than Joey Logano. I think Joey just does really well there in Las Vegas. I wouldn't say he's the best there, but I mean, I, I think he relatively does well there. I'm going to go with Joey Logano as my winner. And if I uh, pick an alternative pick, I think I'm going to go with, oh boy, you know what? I'm going to go with Kyle Busch as my alternative pick. I mean, uh, I don't think Kyle's going to pull off even an alternative pick, but I'm just kind of rooting for Kyle. He's had a long season and you know what? If he's going to break through, why not it be Las Vegas? So uh, let's roll the dice. I'm going to go with Joey Logano as my winner. Kyle Busch is my alternative pick. Those are my picks. I'm sticking with them. My man, Kenny, what do you got to say? All right. So like you said, we are rolling into Las Vegas Motor Speedway. We're going to roll the dice just a little bit right before the Roval and right before Talladega. So I think this is a light dice roll, if anything. But for me, I'm going with Kevin Harvick, who has been pretty good here during the fall race. Can't doubt the Fords at the moment. They seem to be pretty good. And he's got the high hand. and He might just get win number 10 and join a pretty exclusive club of 10 race win season drivers. So that'll be pretty interesting. And for my alternative pick, I am actually going to go with someone in the Hendrick stable. I'm going with Chase Elliott. I think he has been pretty solid at one and a half, one and a half mile tracks. I think he'll do pretty solid this coming weekend. And perhaps lock himself in to the next round of the playoffs because they're going to need it. But as I will always say, those are my picks. I'm sticking to them. What say you, Miss Tam? I'm going to keep it real simple. And we did not discuss this because we kind of just brushed over the events at Bristol. But KFB, as in Kyle F. and Bush, <laughs> he's not sounding very that. optimistic. I don't know this Kyle Bush that was talking post race at Bristol. He basically was saying that they were going to be eliminated and not make it to the next round. But I am going to go against Kyle Busch's own words, and I'm going to pick him to win at Las Vegas at his home track and keep his winning streak alive because he has not won this year. And it's bothering me more than it's bothering him. (laughs) So I am going to pick KFB for the win. 
And my alternative is going to be Kevin Harvick. Although Kevin Harvick is from Bakersfield, California, I feel like Nevada is more so his home track than the track here in California, only because I feel like Bakersfield is closer to Las Vegas than Bakersfield is to Fontana. But I could be wrong. But if nothing else, the folks in Las Vegas are closer <laughs> to the people in Bakersfield. <laughs> <laughs> and I can honestly say that because I lived in Las Vegas and my mother's family is around that Bakersfield, Kern County area and is Hicksville up there. <laughs> so <laughs> no disrespect, but hey. I live in California, but I don't live in farm country. I live in a city. So, yeah. And one last thing I will say, as we are closing this podcast, I have ESPN on. And of course, they just flashed the Bubba Wallace, Michael Jordan news. And I saw the news on TMZ. So it's big news. And stay tuned. And that is it for me. All right. Well, those are our picks. We are sticking with them. What say you fans and supporters of All Turns No Breaks? Hit us up and let us know who your picks are for this weekend in Vegas. Hit us up on social media across the board at Turns No Breaks. And for all of us here on this podcast, we appreciate and thank you uh, always for supporting our podcast. I want to give a quick shout out. I also have ESP on. I want to give a quick shout out to those new Las Vegas Raiders who just pulled off their first win inside the first game in their home stadium there in Las Vegas. Congratulations to the Raiders, and please keep supporting our podcast. Thank you very much for Tam, myself, and Mr. Front Row Kenny. Be kind to each other, and be safe. Kenny? See y'all later. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> jump man, jump man, jump man, jump man. Jump man, jump man, jump man, jump man. That song goes off in my head every time I hear that. <laughs> Mike and Denny <laughs> up to something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Jump, man, jump, man, jump, man. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in. 